You better work, hunty, hunty, go, I don't know why I feel like I'm on RuPaul's Drag Race. That's what it sounds like for this intro. Welcome back to another episode of Unsalted. Um, I don't know what that intro was. I was influenced by RuPaul's Drag Race and I felt like I worked at a bowl and I needed to be the announcer, apparently. Anyways, I'm back. Seems like I'm doing once every two weeks because I don't feel like I have a heck of a lot to talk about. Going on, what, two, three years now? I don't have nothing to talk about, but I do. Ha ha. I always have something to talk about. (laughs) Okay, here I am. So the other day I made an observation about the human condition, which has been troubling and hilarious all at the same time. So um, I live in Toronto, Canada, Ontario is the province and the province has decided that bags are not a thing. If you want a bag, you got to pay for it. No matter where you go, you go to Walmart, you got to pay for it. You go to the drugstore, you got to pay for it. You go to home hardware of sorts, a home Depot, you got to pay for it. So that's the new flex. And if you got to pay for it, it's not like before when they would charge you five cents a bag, it's 30 cents a bag. Some places, sometimes 25 cents. And in these hard economic times with this quote unquote soft recession, which feels like a freaking hardcore recession to me, like, I don't know why they have to compare it to the recession of the eighties when like interest rate was 23%. I'm sorry, going from 1% to almost 10% feels like it's 23%. Just putting that out there. I don't know a heck of a lot about math, but it feels sort of aggressive and hurtful and it hurts my feelings, but moving on. So what I noticed about people in the human condition now that were not allowed to have bags or were allowed to have bags, you have to pay for it, people don't pay for bags, is you look like a degenerate walking down the street. You look like you are so fucked up when you walk around with no fucking bags. For example, two weeks ago, I was at the, I went to Walmart and as I was parking my car, I saw a man with a large bag of dog food over his shoulder, like he was carrying a wounded soldier, and mouthwash. Yeah. So for me, the reason why I caught myself with that was about days before last Saturday or the Saturday before, I caught myself. In my hand was Buble Fizzy Water, which I was carrying. I did not bother to get a cart. Don't know what that was about. Um, I have vaginal dryness. I'm just going to put that out there. Just putting that out there. Whoever is listening, the men who listen, who I happen to know, this is a bit embarrassing, but nonetheless, here we are. That freaking cream, as well as when I was walking the aisles, I saw a vino on sale lotion. So I picked that up and then I said to myself, you know what? I really want to put some banana on my toast. And I picked up two, that's right, two bananas. And then when I was standing in line at cash, I was like, oh, I want gum. And so I picked up gum. So to look like less of a degenerate when I walked out of Walmart, I put the vaginal moisture cream, the gum in my purse because I walk around with a purse that's big enough and then just walked out with like a case of buble and um, what else did I have in my hand? The gum and the bananas. Like, hell no, the bananas were not going in my back. Like, homeless. Another time before that, I decided to make a whole bunch of banana bread for something. I don't know what it was. And uh, I walked, the Walmart that I like to go to is attached to an actual mall. And so they had like 
um, old bananas on sale. So it was super cheap. So my plan was to walk through the Walmart, go take care of some business in the mall, and then all my way out, pick up the bananas. But on my walk in, I see they have this bag of bananas, super cheap, a dis additional discount of like less than 56 cents. So 50% off the 56 cents, which is like, what, 25 cents a pound. And I was just like, well, this is not going to be here when I come back. So I stop and pick up the banana. So I'm walking with basically 20 bunches, I felt like, of bananas all the way across the mall. Of course, I see someone that I know. And I feel like an idiot. And it's not someone that's a friend. It's someone that I like marginally knew from work. So I had to explain what the fuck I was doing walking to go pay a bay bill or return shoes at the bay, which is a department store. If you don't know if you live in some other country, why I had this clear bag of bananas. It needs to stop. Give us back our brags. We, it is, I was having a conversation the other day with friends. We need to bring back shame. The things that we are learning about because people don't have shame anymore. I'm over it. I don't know. I do, I, 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 not I don't know. I do know. I know too much. I don't care about your quirks and your kinks. And it makes me seem like when I say, I don't need to know this, that I'm kink shaming you. I'm not kink shaming you, but you need to have shame. Why do we know that? The girl that Puff Daddy has sex with, or they're in some sort of relationship, who knows what the hell that's about. Her name is Young Miami. She likes to be peed on. There's this assumption that P. Diddy is, or whatever his new name is, Love, is peeing on her. We don't actually know that. It's just something she said that she likes. So it doesn't mean when you say you like something that you are currently actively doing in the current sexual relationship that you're in. I'm just putting that out there. I digress. Shame. We don't need to know these things. Nobody needs to know. You know who needs to know? The person you have sex with, the person you want to have pee on you, that person needs to know. We're just being so reckless is my point. And it may seem like I'm kink shaming people and I may get canceled for that. I don't freaking know, but here I am. And speaking of reckless, I like how I've been doing these segues. It's very exciting to me. As I record this, Beyonce, Beyonce Giselle Knowles, has announced that she's going on her world tour. It's taken her long freaking enough. She released the album in January, which, why did I pronounce January like that? And she didn't even release the album in January. She released it in July. Weirdo. Anyhow, she released the album. There's not a single music video which hurts our souls when she tried to break our souls. And this tour has been announced. It's a wild frenzy because Ticketmaster is getting like spanked in like the U.S. Congress because of what happened with Taylor Swift when she announced her world tour and people couldn't get tickets and the bots and the Russians and the who knows what's it of it all. So they have this scheme that they've come up with. Here's the thing. Here's my observation about that, which I find very, very interesting. Great. World tour announced fantastic coming to my city very exciting hopefully two days i pray and hope that i do get tickets i should go to church to ensure that because the god that i serve is the same god that beyonce serves and they they he i believe he hears our prayers and he would know that i need to be there that's not the point of this what i find very very interesting is that Things that used to be for us, read between the lines, are no longer for us. They become so elite that we don't have access to it. And I say this, especially because I'm recording this and it's Black History Month. Heller! People are being left out. This album that Beyonce put out, Renaissance, if you haven't listened to it already, 
it means it's not for you. I'm just putting that out there. And you may be mad at me. I don't give a shit. This album is not for you. This album has to be... Beyonce really fooled, I think, the world for a long time where you thought she was for all y'all. Everybody. Everybody thought that she, she's not. She came out with this album and she's like, I'm telling you all now, you guys got a taste of it when it when I released I Am King. You got a taste. You got a taste of it. You got a taste of it with lemonade. Just a little taste. But now I am telling you, I am not for everybody. I am blackity black. I am for the gays and I'm for my hardcore diehard fans. So there are some white women who I know one, in particular, shout out to you because I know you listen to the podcast. Die hard fan. Die hard, die hard. Is more Beyonce adjacent than I am with my black skin. Like I, I'm getting up, talking all over the place. I went to a uh, Renaissance party um, in the fall and I enjoy Beyonce. I don't like her as a person, to be honest. I'm putting that out there. People are going to come at me. That's fine. But I love her as an artist and as a musician. I think she is just next level like the attention to detail is just mind-blowing so I went to that party I was like I like Beyonce I like her songs I love her music artistry I showed up there and I felt like I shouldn't have been there like the next level of fandom it's wild and that's what I feel the concert's gonna be or should be but it won't be because it has become so elite that the blacks and the gays and the transsectionality of it all they're not going to be able to afford these tickets if they don't get in on this, like, she has this whole, as far as I'm concerned, a roulette table of chances for you to win a ticket. It's like you're in Vegas. You have to sign up. If they tell you, listen, you signed up. It doesn't mean you're going to get on a ticket, but this is to avoid the bots and the whatever. Fine. So it's to, if you don't get your tickets that round, I feel like the people who this concert is actually for they're not going to get tickets. It's so elite. And the posers, they're going to get a ticket and they're going to show up and they're not going to get the song that's on the album called America Has a Problem. If you listen to it and listen to the words, Beyonce's talking, talking. She's talking. She's spitting bars. Or like these Karens turned into terrorists. We pigmented people, melanated people, we know what she's talking about and she know who she's talking about, but yet they're not going to be able to go to the concert. And that makes me sad. It does. It makes me sad. Uh, I, I mean, across social media, black Instagram, black Twitter, it's the running joke that people are going to end up being homeless, not paying their gas bill, their car notes or whatever. There's one, um, person who I follow, a black woman in America who um, is like a fiscal person is talking about fiscal responsibility. And she talks about the fact that black people pay your bills first before you try to get tickets for this woman's concert. Like that's what's floating around in my community and our communities. But I see on other social influencer pages that are not melanated people. They're not talking about that. They're just talking about what well, I'm going to do my best to get a ticket. Right. I just... I find that interesting. Anyways, it's Black History Month. Um, learned something new. I learned something new um, the other day about the first black um, TTC conductor in Toronto. It was very interesting. So Google search that. Go on the TTC um, website and they have it all there for you. Um, learn something new. Watch some black content. What can I tell you to watch black content? Um, oh, Black Ice. That is out right now. It's the LeBron James Drake uh, documentary about hockey. 
ice hockey. So have a look at that. And uh, that's it. Enjoy. Take care. Welcome to another episode of Unsalted. Thought you lost me. Seems like I'm doing episodes once every two weeks. Anyways, hoping not to do that moving forward. But in this episode, I talk about being a degenerate and Beyonce and Beyonce World Tour tickets. Enjoy. Enjoy.